0: No Things Considered,
1: Channel Q. Channel Q, No Things Considered. How you doing? Let's have some fun for the next few hours together. Uh, Let's have a gay old time. And I'm not just saying that as an expression. I literally mean let's have a gay old time. Maybe not old. No, let's have a gay, middle-aged time.
2: Middle-aged time. Yeah, that's the new
1: expression here. That is Allie. She is a lesbian. My name is Kevin. I am a straight man. We sit around together and talk about some things going on in our lives and in the world, and we try to have some fun in the process. And I think more than anything, we learn over the two hours together that people that have very different sexual preferences, although in our particular case, we have the exact same sexual preference. Yeah,
2: we both prefer ladies.
1: um, Well, what I was going to say is that even people that disagree on things can uh, potentially have a laugh... And if you listen to each other long enough, you can find flaws in each other's arguments and realize that you were right and they were wrong.
2: (laughs) Or that everyone's wrong and no one really knows what they're talking about, and that's why it's No Things Considered.
1: That is exactly why we call the show that. Also, we didn't put a lot of thought into the name of the show, which is also why we call it No Things Considered. (laughs) You can uh, get in touch with us on the socials at NTC Show. You can interact with the station, the all-new phone number, which I always seem to forget and, once again, I I cannot see it here, but I think it has something to do with Call Q. You figure out the rest of the number, and you want to prize just for figuring out how to get in touch with us
2: pick your own prize that's right
1: and by the way we have nothing here except for things that other shows have left in the studio so uh, if you're into something that uh, jay from the morning show left or dr chris left i believe there's a stethoscope over there you can have that (laughs) that's not a stethoscope i uh oh god why did i lick it earlier? Why did I lick it? It Makes no sense. Anyway, uh, we got a lot to show to cover today. Uh, We will uh, eventually get to our reviews of the Gay Straight Movies. I had to watch uh, Rent, which I know is still trending from the live performance that happened earlier this week that uh, people didn't seem to enjoy. I don't
2: know what's trending more, Rent Live or Rent Not Live.
1: Well, they are both getting different sort of attention right now Um, and I look forward very much to giving you my critique you had to watch the Western classic
2: I did I watched a lot of men in mustaches very large mustaches and cowboy hats and I watched tombstone and I have a lot to say about it another argument as to why I think it's a gay film
1: well we will get into all of that a little bit later in the show Uh, also today coming up we will get into the cray cray gay gay and of course news it or lose it where we break down some of the biggest headlines and decide which ones we have time to cover and which ones we we will just read the headline and move on. Speaking of headlines, we'll give you some more nominees for Gayest Headline of the Week. But we begin with this.
2: Well, I, I have a gay gay or cray cray situation I wanted to ask you about. A personal situation. A personal situation. I can.
1: You don't even need to say anything else. I will say right now, it's cray gay. You are gay <laughs> and your situation probably involves your girlfriend and it's slightly cray. Well,
2: I don't consider myself to be a very jealous person. I would attribute that quality to my wife rather than me. But I saw I don't really look at her phone
1: ever. Mm. Now, you know what's funny about that? My wife will say the same thing. I, <laughs> I never look at your phone, but. No, it, I really don't. But I do, do. So
2: wait, do you have, do you know your wife's password to her phone?
1: Yes, I do. Okay. Only I, because it's her password for everything. Okay. it's It's her PIN number. It's. If I ever need to get into something in a hotel safe and I just I just know that's the number she's going to use, it's just her go-to four-digit number for everything.
2: Okay. One, two, three, four.
1: That's right. Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> Are you sleeping with my wife? <laughs> yes, I, I am. Gotta, I got to open up her phone and check.
2: <laughs> so I, I didn't really open her phone, but I walked by and a text had just showed up. And
1: okay. why are you making excuses? You snooped on your
2: wife. I didn't snoop. I it would. It, I was walking by, and it was it had just illuminated, and she was in the shower. So sometimes it's like I would check for her and be like, "Oh, honey, you know your dad called or texted or whatever." I'm just being a good wife by letting her know that her phone's go- going off.
1: Yeah, but hold on. You you had the option. There's a moment in all of our brains where we have the decision to make because I've done the same thing. I, I walk by my wife's phone buzzes. I go, "Oh, look at that. It's a." It's a text. I have a decision to make. Do I check out who it's from? Do I read it? Maybe. Maybe I, I come across something scandalous, or do I just keep on walking and assume that it's nothing? And there was a period of time where I would be intrigued to check it out, and see, especially if it was like a couple in a row, bzz, 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 bzz. Yeah, 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 a bunch in inter- a row. But if yeah. it's one, I, and, and more often than not, it's just one of those dumb CNN updates that's not even really a news story. It's well, for, like people love cookies.
2: <laughs> for me, it's usually, uh, so whatever weed store I've recently been to, letting me know that it's like $50 off an ounce of weed. Or right, something. right, there's
1: always a good weed sale. Going yeah, on. yeah, 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 that's yeah, usually yeah. what mine are. But We I, live in a great world now that we're complaining <laughs> about the fact that we're being notified on our phones uh, my dealer. that weed is on sale and we can walk into a store and buy it. It's really <laughs> remarkable that now that's gone into the complaint category, but yes, I get it.
2: <laughs> so, well, I think think that it's actually a considerate thing to do. It's not a Snoopy thing. I was just trying to be a good wife and che- like, let her know if there was some kind of emergency. So I saw the text, and it was from her best friend. This was her maid of honor from our wedding, who also happens to be named Allie. Hmm. And the text read, What are you wearing?
1: Oh, boy. Wait, hold on. And I thought... What are you wearing? Question mark? What are you wearing? Emoji? What are you wearing? Eggplant?
2: What are you wearing uh, rain, uh, water drops water drops.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> no, that's actually just exactly what your wife was wearing. She was in the shower. That's true. She answered her own question. No,
2: it was just what are you wearing question mark. And I thought to myself, I could be upset about this and I could take this as a a sext or something suggestive.
1: It is flirty.
2: It it could be seen as flirty or it could just be like we're all hanging out this weekend and we're going to a show. And a lot of times, girls as friends will just ask each other, what are you wearing? Because I'm so confused about what I should be wearing. Is it dressy? Is it casual? So I think she was just saying, like, legitimately, what are you wearing to this show that we're going to? Not what are you wearing right now as, like, a prompt for foreplay.
1: Yeah, but it would if the text came out of nowhere, then the argument I would make is it was more of a flirty what are you wearing? Like, let's get this thing going. Because <laughs> if they were in the middle of a conversation and it was like, oh, it's supposed to be cold on Saturday. Oh, well, what are you wearing? That That's not sexy. But if it just comes out of left field, and what time of the night was this? This was this morning. Oh, the masturbation hour. But- <laughs>
2: that's the masturbating time, 8 a.m. Yeah. By the way,
1: I would have said that no matter what time of day you... 8
2: p.m., 7 (laughs) p.m. 3.30, Rosh Hashanah, wouldn't have mattered. That's the time. No, I was just thinking, okay, she's probably in the morning getting her stuff done and trying to figure out what she... Because she's going to be staying overnight. So she was like, all right, she's probably packing or something and figuring out what She's spending the night with you. Yes, because she doesn't live in town. So we're all going to the show and then she's spending...
1: Think about this. If you decided down the line that something was going on and you go, wow, there was all these red flags and I didn't even think about them. I just assumed they were just casual. Red flags,
2: purple flags. Right. All
1: the flags. Sean, why don't you pack so many flags? (laughs) Now, is this woman, uh, is she a lesbian? No. She's
2: very, very straight as far as I know. That's a good
1: cover. That's a good cover. <laughs> it's
2: just a very slow play. I mean, they've been friends since kindergarten. I feel like if something would have happened, it would have happened by now. And I feel like my wife would have been very honest with me if anything had happened in the past. I legitimately think that she's just asking her what she's wearing to this show, but well, I didn't. You should have I was... texted
1: back three fingers and seen if she responded with that's what I'm wearing, let's party, or...
2: That's what I'm wearing, let's party. I don't
1: know how lesbians <laughs> talk. I would imagine it's something No, that's like it, that. word for word, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but I would think, wasn't that one of those... I'm wearing
2: fingers?
1: Yeah, wasn't that one of those quotes that uh, gets written around uh, the Castro and uh, West Hollywood and all the other uh, gay neighborhoods? Uh,
2: I don't think so. Oh,
1: well, anyway, I would think...
2: Just pineapple you,
1: emoji or peach you, emoji. You could have responded with, like... In what context, or something like that, or you could have opened up her phone. I assume you have her password see, as well. I, yeah,
2: and I have her password, and I could have opened the phone, but I didn't. But,
1: but see, now, because so, I
2: wanted to be a good.
1: So you've not gotten any resolution. This is what you've come. To, you've brought yeah. this into today's show yes. for resolution on the air. Yes,
2: because Without, I want to know whether I should be worried about it or not. I don't think I should. But then she, it's making. I don't think I'm a jealous. When a-hole, she got out of I the shower,
1: it. what did? Uh, you didn't say anything. Like you got a text? No, I haven't said anything. And anywhere. did she say anything to you? Like, oh, I just got a text from my the person I'm having an affair with. <laughs> my my other ally.
2: <laughs> she does have a thing for people named Ally. She, she has at has least a- three Allies in her life. She that She also, are very by close the way, has a
1: thing for straight people.
2: That uh, yes, that's
1: she true. has a thing for straight people, yeah. and, people and people named Ally
2: and people in uniform.
1: That's true. That's... This is this woman in uniform? We should have found out. Maybe that's what she's wearing. Maybe that's how. The, maybe that was the whole setup for this thing. Are you
2: wearing your purple, purple heart?
1: No, I'm, I'm in camouflage. <laughs> oh, that's so hot. You know, I don't. It, it, that's a weird. That I don't is think what, I have
2: anything to worry about.
1: I think you have a lot to worry about, and I'm not just saying that because it makes great controversy on the show. No. But in in actuality, the what are you wearing used to be if someone said a text came in from another person said what are you wearing. If I sent that text to anyone, and maybe this is a double standard, if I sent that text to anyone, male or female, I think my wife would assume that I was flirting or planning on cheating. If I sent that to a woman, 100%.
2: Yeah, but you're a guy.
1: Yes, but here's the other thing. My wife spends 99% of her time on the phone in conversations that I overhear, like you said, discussing... Outfits. Now, you know, yes, right. she does. She is a, a stylist, and she does dress people for a living, so that's part of it. But on the flip side, if there's ever something personal happening or social, the first ten questions will involve: "What are you wearing? Can I borrow that? Are you wearing that thing? Can you wear this? Can oh, I can wear this?" Can you borrow
2: that? That's a hot way to start a conversation. And
1: now, the even the, the more annoying thing that happens is a lot of text messages go back and forth with pictures of.
2: Oh, of so them in the outfits. She'll ask
1: me to take pictures of her wearing things, so she can send them to people, and then they'll respond with oh pictures my, as well. God, that's and so much work. It's just lots of pictures go. It's like a two-hour-long process. And I'm like, <laughs> has anyone seen our kids? And she's like, I don't know. I put them in the dryer.
2: <laughs> well, I would never go that far, but that's what people. That's what girls do. But then, for you, if you were so, if you were to see a text from your wife or uh, that on your wife's phone from a girlfriend saying, "What have you? What are you wearing?" That would not bother you at all because you know that she's in fashion and that this is a likely text
1: message. Right, I would not think that.
2: But if it was from a guy...
1: yeah, Now, that has happened before. And she claims to me, like, what she always says is, they're gay, they're all gay. (laughs) Every single guy is gay. Every guy I hang out with is gay. Every guy I know is gay. And I, you know, she used to get naked in front of... So you think. Right. She used to get naked in front of gay coworkers. I mean, this guy did carry a purse, so I'm... (laughs) Like he he did. Carried like a, not like a man, like a. Like, like a, a Prada purse. Like a fe- very female purse that had like a. Fringe. but be- be- Bejeweling on it or bedazzling. Like this guy was super That's gay. That's amazing. But that was her, like, oh, it doesn't matter. He can say whatever he wants. He's seen me naked. He's gay. And that was the, her, I have to accept that. Like it was like, ask no more questions. I'm giving you, for lack of a better term, the Trump card. Ugh. He's gay. Uh, so,
2: I, I think that you have a right to be upset about your wife getting naked in front of anybody, really.
1: That's what I said. She never gets naked in front of me anymore.
2: (laughs) She does that thing with the towel where she keeps the towel Wraps the towel around her. (laughs) Immediately does does that T-shirt trick
1: or somehow (laughs) she's gotten fully dressed under her T-shirt. I don't know how that happened. But anyway, the answer to your question is I think that we need to uh, delve deeper into this and you need to when she showers again, get into the phone her? and find out the text that was sent just before and the text that was sent just after all right I mean and I it,
2: guess I will I just don't think that it's really I think like a little bell went off in my head like hmm maybe a, a jealous person would be worried about something like this I well, mean I, I can do a little more investigating I don't think it's going to be any kind of issue but now you've gotten me second guessing myself do
1: some digging if you got thoughts you can hit us up on the socials at NTC show or we are channel Q we will be right back
0: no things considered we'll be right back channel Q.
1: No Things Consider, Channel Q. The all-new Channel Q. It's a show called No Things Consider. That is Allie right there, Kevin right here. You are who you are. Thanks for checking us out. Of course, the radio.com app, still free, still available. Download, spread the word, and grow the station. At least the people listening to this show called No Things Considered on Twitter at NTC Show. You can interact with us lots of ways. We are a totally interactive and totally inclusive environment here on the all-new Channel Q. One of the things we like to do after uh, we're tired of making fun of each other for a couple of hours. We like to learn from our friends, the animals. And in the past, we've learned from frogs and we've learned from penguins. We've learned from bears and whales and dolphins. And we've learned fascinating things that we think we can apply to our own lives. And usually what we've learned about animals is that everything they do is based on finding food or having sex. Yep. It's not that different really than a lot of uh, what what you know drives us, right? That's, that's my motivation most of the time. Can I get a pizza or can I... Uh, get some get a piece
2: of right yeah.
1: same exactly. Usually it's just pizza or pizza. That's what I have <laughs> whittled it down to. but um, we've learned fascinating things, and you know everything from animals like birds that sing better, uh, or make better lovers. I think we learned that one. Uh, you know some of these I don't even remember, but uh, we,
2: frogs flirt more aggressively when they live in cities versus the suburbs.
1: And penguins will go gay because they all think that they're best dressed. So, we've learned a lot of things. Today, though, I'm going to learn from an animal that I think doesn't get a lot of respect. In fact, I believe this may be... Is this animal that we're talking about today the lowest on the food chain?
2: I mean, I would think so, right? I think that the only thing that would go... Below that would be like maggots or something, but fruit flies. I mean, you kill- I feel like are the lowest of like people forget that they even exist. That they're so tiny, you could literally just walk into them and they would die.
1: You kill this animal without thinking twice, right?
2: You kill it without thinking twice right. and you kill it without knowing, I right. think a lot of
1: the time. Of course we're talking about puppies. <laughs> No, we're not. We're talking about fruit flies. They are
2: the lowest of the lowest. Like Ali
1: said, fruit flies, which is also uh, a term that I think I did learn um, in the gay community, right? And that is, uh, isn't that- um, Oh yeah, what is that one? I think that's when a straight person- Is always
2: hanging out with a gay person?
1: Has like a, not just one, but like a posse of gay people that hang around them. Like, for instance-
2: Oh. So yeah. This, so the gay people are the fruit flies?
1: I, I believe so, which I think is offensive. I'm offended. Yeah,
2: that's BS.
1: But like if you see like some like straight woman, like think of like one of these women on Bravo that's always like, oh, I'm hanging out with all my gay besties and, and she's surrounded by like seven gay guys and they're all doing something fabulous. That would be, I guess that would be when you could use the term, oh, those are my fruit flies.
2: Oh, I thought it was opposite. I thought it was like another word for fag hag.
1: Oh, maybe it's the opposite. Like, Look,
2: oh, that she's just a fruit fly. She's always hanging around with the, what it the is. gay guys.
1: It's a bunch of straight people. Well, now I'm offended.
2: Well, you're a fruit fly. You're hanging out with me.
1: Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I, I'm a fruit fly. I'm hanging out at this gay radio station all day. I'm, I am the fruit fly a big hairy fruit fly well, someone go ahead and put a shoe on me immediately <laughs> I should not be here
2: You're just hovering around a banana
1: well hold on before you kill me let's go ahead and learn okay, from the fruit yeah. flies because maybe uh, us fruit flies have something valuable to teach
2: well what they're what we're learning from the fruit it seems like we're learning from insects a lot lately we learned recently that insects get elderly just like people do mm-hmm. and now we're learning that fruit flies specifically have anger issues and when, this is research that people have done to kind of figure out why people get angry, why they have angry is, anger issues, where do they stem from, is it from the animals or is it just a human thing? And what they found is that even the smallest, tiniest little insects that no one gives a crap about, they have anger problems. I'll tell you why they're
1: angry. I because no one can see them? Well, no, I think they wait around, because usually for a fruit fly to arrive somewhere, you have to have like left something in your sink for a couple of days. Yeah,
2: and I don't know where they come from. It's almost like they're born from the
1: gross fruit. Right, the, the, the fruit, that's why I think they, that you would think like the mother of all fruit flies is an apple core or something. <laughs> right. But I think the annoying thing they're is- They're like Mecca. They don't get good fresh food like ants get, right? So they're already getting third day old, fourth day. I mean, they're getting rejected sloppy seconds on food well,
2: and that's their in their DNA to want that crappy old food
1: but then as soon as they arrive you know cuz there's a lot of bugs I will kind of put up with I'll be like ah, that just happens there's a cricket that's been living in my house now for probably a month it's annoying as hell but I'm Aww. like ah, it's a cricket they're doing something you know there's certain animals I just kind of let insects that I let come and go but as soon as their fruit flies
2: you feel like a disgusting person you ha- for having right. fruit flies. You, yeah. you
1: have to act immediately. The, the time that I will get in the car, no matter what hour of the night, and go to the hardware store, or like immediately go around and try to buy poison, is when there's is fruit flies.
2: Well, I'm have got to get a hammer and kill these
1: things. <laughs> I don't know how you do it.
2: Give <laughs> so me a chainsaw.
1: Blowtorch, just get weapons. <laughs> like if, if there's fruit flies, you're like, well, we got to take care of this immediately. So I think that's part of the reason they're probably so angry.
2: Yeah, well, actually, that's not the reason. They fight over females. They fight over food. I guess you're right. Like if
1: They're, they're just like any, uh, any lesbian couple. Couple really, yeah, or a yeah. straight couple for that matter. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, uh, th- th- I guess because they only have an old banana to choose from, there's not a lot of food t- to go around for these fruit flies. Even though I feel like if you take one little bite as a fruit fly, you'd be f- full. But they fight over food. They threaten each other. They even put their wings up in the air and charge at each other. Really? Yeah. They have very aggressive behavior, and I guess that's why. I mean, th- that that's just a surprising thing to hear about actual fruit. Like, you don't think that they even have emotions. Like, no. Like, Katie I, always th- tells me, like, oh, how could you kill a, a fly, or how could you kill this? And I'm like, they don't have, um, like, fish, too. I don't even think have big enough brains for them to even feel fear, or, I mean, I guess maybe they do, but I feel like they don't have emotions because they're so tiny.
1: The more we try to talk about animals, the more I realize that our brains may not be much bigger than those of <laughs> fish and fruit flies. But, yes, you 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 can accept the fact or it's easier to stomach literally and figuratively what you're doing because you go, ah, they can't feel it or they don't have any emotion or they don't know and then all of a sudden research comes out and they go, every time you kill a spider, uh, their family has a little funeral in, in, you know, by the way about back and you feel horrible about it. You're like, oh man, I gotta stop doing that. With the fruit flies, I would have thought, as I said, I don't even necessarily put them in the same realm as in, to me, they're like, they're just an annoyance. It would be, it's the equivalent of like stepping on dog do it to me
2: yeah it's just it's just something that's irritating but irritating. if they can if they can feel anger then what else can they feel is it only anger or do they feel despair do they feel love for other fruit flies do they feel pain when they die it makes you it opens up this pandora's box of feelings and you're like, it's like basically inside out with fruit flies. They have the whole gambit of emotions. Now I feel bad for killing them.
1: Well, if they feel pain, then I will stop killing them so abruptly, and I will uh, just take one and slowly torture it in front of its fruit fly <laughs> friends.
2: You so they you can see one of those tiny wings. See what
1: happens when you come back to my sink? All right, <laughs> things are not going to be great. They'll slowly put this guy in the disposal.
2: Yep. Well, I don't know. Apparently, they have a big anger problem, so it's not just us. It's all the animals.
1: So, you know what? That is one thing I have in common. We are both, I am the fruit fly. Think about that. I like that nickname way better than the uh, uh, Kiki or whatever they were calling me around here. (laughs) I'll go with the fruit fly. I got anger problems as well, and I'm sitting here. uh, I'm here.
2: You're fighting over women, fighting over food.
1: And when I'm with Allie, I'm hanging over a piece of a slightly aged fruit because she just had another (laughs) birthday, so it works out perfect. Uh, You have a fresh wrinkle. We learn from the animals. I'm not sure what we learn this time but uh, go ahead and take that apply that to your own life and also uh, check under your sink for crumbs because that brings in bugs there you go this entire segment brought to you by uh, what's a uh, what's a good exterminator that is not sponsoring this segment that we'd like to get on board
2: uh what's uh, that
1: one the truck that always uh, drives around terminex terminex kill <laughs> things with poison or whatnot good slogan We'll be back in a moment. This is the all-new Channel Q, our new slogan, killing things with poison or whatnot. Hey, wait a minute. That's already been taken. We'll be back after these words uh, right here on the all-new Channel Q. This is No Things Considered.
0: No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q.
1: All right, you're in a safe place. This is Channel Q. No Things Considered. That is Allie. My name is Kevin. We sit around and talk about some things. Coming up, we will get to the uh, gay straight movie reviews. And also, we got some uh, cray-cray gay-gay to get to as well. A couple that did something that made the news. And all I have to do, and you can do it with me, is determine whether or not the couple involved was a uh, heterosexual couple, a homosexual couple, or potentially the always exciting none of the above or all of the above. A lot of options in the cray-cray gay-gay.
2: And this one is... uh not only cray-cray or gay-gay, but it's also environmentally friendly, which could influence your decision.
1: Whoa. I'm excited to get into that. I have an update for you on something that we had discussed uh, last week.
2: Oh. Oh. I was it... like, your wife's cheating on you. No, <laughs> no, the not,
1: not, not that update. I uh, An update for you, yes. Yeah. I looked into it, and uh, using that uh, <laughs> using that FaceTime hack that I was able to listen in on her conversation, <laughs> and she is definitely sleeping with your friend. Damn it. Now, um, the cookie controversy that was discussed last week um, with my a daughter and her pronunciation of Fig Newton.
2: Oh, yes.
1: We received a phone call from her teacher. Oh, no. Her teacher happens to be a lesbian.
2: Is she a PE teacher?
1: She will be a PE teacher, obviously. <laughs> I don't need to say that. That's obvious. Um, she said that they were having a discussion in school about favorite foods, to which my daughter demanded on getting some F.A.G. cookies, F.A.G. Newtons. Yeah. A uh, F.A.G. Newton cookie. Then she proceeded to just say the first part of that like she does louder and louder when she doesn't get the cookie that she wants. Wow. So
2: You're she like, was... Who is this two-year-old homophobe?
1: Chanting the F word, <laughs> according to the teacher, and this is uh, you know, gave a game of telephone through my wife, but for for five minutes chanting the F word.
2: Whoa. And this is around other children.
1: Around other children and around a gay teacher and a, a straight teacher as well. She's
2: like, no, honey, it's dyke. I'm a dyke. <laughs> You're going to make fun of me. So she had us all mixed up. It's okay. My, she's young.
1: My wife's solution to this is we will no longer feed her Fig Newton oh, cookies.
2: Oh, no. But, I mean, the poor kid, she doesn't know what she's doing. She can't be devoid of Fig Newtons now. I
1: I told her we're probably the last people still buying these Fig Newton cookies, so...
2: I guarantee you are the last people on Earth that are eating Fig Newton cookies.
1: That may be the end of the brand, but the fact that she has really grasped onto the first word and changed the vowel from an (laughs) I to an A has really left us with no other choice.
2: Oh, that's terrible. So what happened? Is she getting punished?
1: Um, she's not being punished because obviously she doesn't know what she's doing.
2: So your kid uh, I've is, been accused the, is of, the homophobe I, of the group. You've I've got been, the standout kid. She's not a homophobe.
1: Making... I've been accused of encouraging the behavior at home because I wanted to record her saying <laughs> it for this show. So she now <laughs> thinks that because when she said it, I took out my phone to record her saying it. All of a sudden, I am now the... She made a mental note. Oh, I'm doing something that is noteworthy.
2: Yeah, because you were asking her to repeat it. You asked her to repeat it several times. Well... She doesn't know. This kid's so confused now. You've asked her to repeat this word over and over again. You're given... Then she's repeating the word and then not getting any Fig Newton cookies, and now you're taking them away from her completely.
1: Yeah, well, this was at the uh, recommendation of the teacher that we no longer provide her with them. Here it is again. If you missed... What do you want? A Fag Newton cookie. What, what do you want? A Fag Newton cookie. Now, she's, she's just... Fag
2: Newton cookie. She's
1: just saying uh, she wants a Fig Newton cookie, but, you know, it came across... Uh, with she's the, definitely saying Fag Newt. Well, let's just... That was the last segment we talked about. Isn't that what we learned from We're the animals?
2: from
1: the animals. It's a much meaner way to say fruit fly. <laughs> she was ahead of us. So, anyway, I just want you to know, on the update, the uh, the Fig Newton cookies also known as Figgits around my house, <laughs> have, been, have been taken away, and there will be no more discussion of them ever again. And as far as we're all concerned, that's a cookie that has never existed and never will again. Am I a good parent?
2: Uh, no, because you're taking away something that she actually... I mean, she shouldn't have been eating those in the first place just because they suck. I mean, the fact that she's living in a world where Fig Newton cookies are the best... Is already a sad existence for your daughter. Well, you can't but start a
1: you, you can't start a kid right off the bat with uh, with, a, with a chocolate chip cookie because then they realize life doesn't get much better, better than that. You got to start with the fig newton so they can work their way up. All
2: right. Well, then the next step up would be oatmeal raisin. And I don't know what she's going to turn that into, but I'm sure it'll be some <laughs> kind of hate crime. All right.
1: Well, let's just uh, let's just keep, keep away with Randy cookies that start with the letter N, all right? All <laughs> Yellow
2: wafers, here we go.
1: No, no, no. Uh, that is uh, the update. Just so you know, I know you were concerned about it as well, but uh, it, it got to a point where the teacher called to inform us. I wish I had that call on tape, that she proceeded to yell the F word. Oh,
2: to be a fruit fly on the wall in that oh, situation. Well, it really sure, would have been great.
1: I'm sure there were some. Uh, anyway, we'll be back in a moment. We'll give you the news it or lose it options and then we will get into hour two of the always stimulating, always exciting, and ever changing show called No Things Considered right here on the all new Channel Q.
0: No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Consider,
1: Channel Q. Channel Q, back in your ear holes. Thanks for having us. That is Alia and Kevin. We are two people. Uh, we, uh, we are different in a lot of ways. I mean, our genitals are slightly different, although, uh, I don't Probably. know. Let's bring out the ruler and figure this out. <laughs> uh, that's uh, next hour we've got that planned. So get ready for Bring Out the Ruler. That's going to be a fun new game. <laughs> It's actually more of a math game than anything else, so it's not as fun as it sounds. Uh, We've got uh, lots to get to, including Cray Cray Gay Gay. We will give you our reviews of the Gay Straight movies. I was uh, forced to watch Rent. To uh, learn more about Ali and the uh, gay culture, she was forced to watch Tombstone, one of the greatest, straightest country-western movies ever made. And I believe it even won some awards, but uh, anyway. Oh, it did? Yeah, so I think it actually it could be a little bit gay now that I mentioned that. But we'll talk about that uh, next hour. Right now, though, it's time for us to give you possible headlines we'll be tackling when we get back. It's time for News It or Lose It.
2: All right, headline number one. Christina Aguilera announces Las Vegas residency plans.
1: I'm going to say lose that. I, I don't really have much interest, and uh, pretty much I think that's the story. She's coming to Vegas to perform. So uh, I don't know
2: how people can write multiple paragraphs about that.
1: I say lose it, not interested, I but agree. We've, given you the, uh, we've given you the meat of the story.
2: Lose it. Uh, family mistakenly donates mug with $6,500 stashed inside of it.
1: You know, it is something you predicted would happen. I'm okay to news it. Yeah, me too. All right, let's news that. Okay.
2: Veterinarians fix puppy paws that are pointing up instead of down.
1: Uh, I'm going (laughs) to news that. I'll lose that in a big way. I I just, I I, I don't have much in, ah, you know what? Now the more I think about it, I do have interest in it, but.
2: I mean, I want to see pictures. I don't know if I want to read about it. Let's lose it. All right. Americans more likely to vote for politicians who wear glasses.
1: Once again, not going to say that we covered this first on the show, but if you remember the uh, Just the Tip Tuesday from, I think, a week ago, we talked about things you could do to be smarter. That was one of the things.
2: All right, then why don't we news that just because it makes us look good?
1: All right, let's news the two stories that make us look good.
2: (laughs) Okay, and the last one is Fast Food Chain's cook-up latest weapon in Burger Wars, bacon.
1: Oh, man, I really want to news that. You know, personally, I want to news it, but...
2: Well, we'll see if we have time. We might
1: not, but... Uh, I think I'll it's more important the than the glasses store. We'll be back in a moment. News or lose it right after this on the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered.
0: No Things Considered. Channel Q we will be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q.
1: Channel Q. The all-new Channel Q. Thanks for being with us. Hour two on Channel Q begins right now. That is Allie. I am Kevin. I don't always say things that rhyme. Every once in a while, I do. Uh, I guess uh, I'm guilty of committing a rhyme crime here on the all-new Channel Q. Was that the gayest thing said so far in today's show? I think
2: show? so. Rhyme crime?
1: Right, we talked about uh, Fruit Flies earlier, and I still have just said the gayest thing on the station as the token hetero. Mm. It's good to be uh, have that honor. Coming up this hour, Cray Cray Gay Gay, we will get into all of that. We uh, will finally give you our evaluations of the gay straight movies that we were forced to watch earlier this week. And... If that's not enough, and I know it's not because your expectations are pretty high, we will give you a few more nominees for gayest headlines of the week. I've got one that has the word lube in it. There's a tease oh, for you. Oh, really? Yeah, so we will get into that a little bit later. But right now, uh, it's time for us to pick up where we left off at the end of last hour. News it or lose it. We got rid of some headlines. If you missed them, I'm sorry. We will not cover them now. It's time for us to get to the stories. We will be newsing with story number one.
2: Okay, well, I don't want to say I called it again, but I called it. I said everyone is obsessed with this Marie Kondo message. Everyone's tidying up. They're getting rid of their belongings, which means donation centers are being bombarded with a bunch of joyless junk that no one wants anymore. And then I said, before you know it, we're going to see a story about somebody accidentally donating something extremely valuable. And lo and behold, in the depths of Georgia, a Goodwill donation center has spoken up about this lady. She was cleaning up her house. She decided, I'm going to donate this dumb yellow coffee travel mug. No one wants it anymore. It brings me no joy. Then she didn't realize after she donated it that her son had stashed $6,500 cash in that mug after selling his car the day before.
1: It's a horrible hiding place. Whenever I hear a story like this, and I will give you you praise in a moment for predicting it like you did, although, to be fair, even before that dumb show was on about folding stuff differently and throwing stuff in the garbage and saying cha-ching or whatever... (laughs) there were still stories we would still get stories that would come out every couple of months about guy finds Fifteen thousand dollars in an old blazer in a Goodwill. I mean, yeah, or like stories, an
2: old coin from World War II yeah, that's worth they, seventy-five thousand. Those are the
1: stories. We, there's certain stories you can expect that will come out every couple of months, and that's just one of those stories. Just like the kid that gets stuck in the claw machine at an arcade. It happens oh, from so time funny. to time. It's always a good story. Usually the, the fire department comes and they say he learned a valuable lesson and he got a teddy bear.
2: It's also a really interesting way to adopt a child.
1: It's maybe the greatest, <laughs> most cost-effective way. I think. In fact, uh, listen, as uh, someone who, oh, may, I didn't
2: get him. Is no, someone right. who made. Have to go the
1: adoption route, Ali. Yeah, you could go that as well. You may end up with a frisbee instead of a kid. And let me tell you, your life would be better. That's all I'm saying.
2: Uh, so anyway, um, they're asking for anyone who purchased the mug to please do the right thing and return the money. I don't know who the hell would do that if you found a, you bought a, do, a like a dollar coffee mug at Goodwill and then you open it up and there's $6,500 in it. They're asking you to return it, and they're also offering a monetary reward for the money's return, which seems strange.
1: I wonder if the reward is. in which case you should definitely return it.
2: I think if you return the money, the perk is that you would get less money back. So that's Uh, very, what incentive?
1: I'm going to assume that if you're buying your coffee mugs, which are not that expensive of an item to begin with, and you're buying them in the second-hand market...
2: And those things get gross real quick.
1: Well, listen, if you're at a point where you're going to give away a coffee mug, who that could have been something you used to collect a specimen. I mean, it's the same thing I think about free couches on the side of the road. For someone to finally get rid of a couch, something must have happened on there that was unthinkable yep. to the, for them to get to a point where they can't even flip cushions anymore, they have to get rid of the whole thing. So as much as people get excited about free things on the side of the road, I feel the same way about the donated Pretty much anything donated. I, I think could see-
2: donated kitchenware in general.
1: Yes, I would agree, and I especially would never go to that section. It gets a lot of wear and tear, like a mug. If someone was at the point where they were buying the coffee mug, and and also. If you're at a Goodwill and you're looking around and you happen to see sixty five hundred dollars in the coffee mug, I don't think you actually <laughs> need to buy the. Co- I don't think you have to buy the well, coffee.
2: Finally, mug. have enough money for this coffee mug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you could just take the cash and probably, realistically, and I would imagine that stuff. Uh, the cash maybe fell out along the way. I mean, in, between the time it got put into uh, put into a box and then brought to the Goodwill. Yeah, the donation sorter
2: probably right. pocketed that money, and uh, they yeah. probably deserve it.
1: And, donation
2: uh, and the, sorter has got to be one of the worst jobs.
1: They're, they're going through gross. Usually, uh, no one ever says, oh, let me clean all this stuff before I throw it in the donation bin at Goodwill. It's always like, oh, this stuff's been sitting out in the backyard in the garage for 15 years getting moldy and disgusting. Uh, The trash won't take it. You know who will take it? Goodwill.
2: Yep, and the donation center will figure it all out. And I know, I don't know about you, but I've definitely hid things that I know they don't take at Goodwill, just in the bag because I don't know what else to do with it. I got all
1: these lawn clippings I can't get rid of. Ah, Goodwill. like,
2: I know these socks they probably won't take, but I'm just going to throw them in there because they'll sort it out.
1: You know, I actually think that may be the incentive they use to get people to do that job. It's an undesirable job. And as we've learned, Goodwill, a lot of people think, oh, it's a charitable donation uh, because it says Goodwill. You're doing something for good. And I think that they may have something. It's a business, though. It is a business that is run like a business, and so they are looking to turn a profit uh, like any business, so I believe employees are actually paid there. I don't know how much you'd have to pay for someone to go through a bunch of other people's garbage all day, but if the incentive to that person is, here's 15 news stories that have happened over the past few years, and if you find it it's yours you get first listen you yeah, get those first, are your
2: perks and benefits right
1: you go through a person and lo and behold there's a diamond ring in there that's yours that's a keeper
2: that's I would do that so Perfect. I think
1: that maybe that's what they use uh, in their employ. and I would be much more likely to take that job because something that's gonna <laughs> pay you a couple bucks an hour to go through garbage not good but if they say every once in a while you yeah. find something that's worth sixty five hundred dollars or A rare Picasso painting that was just tucked in some old paperbacks.
2: But uh, but let's be real, you definitely still wouldn't take
1: that job. No, still, it would be disgusting. (laughs)
2: I'd be more likely to take it, but I still would say, hell no. Uh,
1: I would potentially hire someone else to take it and sit behind them in like a lifeguard (laughs) chair and look for valuable things, but yes.
2: All right. It's that time of year where everyone and their mother literally is announcing their run for presidency. You've got people like Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, and the first ever gay male candidate, Peter Buttigieg.
1: Well, if I was going to run for office and my name was Peter Buttkeg, <laughs> you better believe that I would I would have to have a really catchy slogan.
2: Most likely to run for president. That's what that guy won in high school, definitely.
1: Is it? Is it Peter Buttkeg?
2: No, no. It's B-U-T-T-G-E-I-G. So it's actually supposed to be pronounced Buttigig, but there's no E in there. It just looks like butt gag. Buttgag.
1: Buttgag or butt-gay. Buttgag?
2: Buttgag.
1: Either way, he's getting my vote. I've been writing that name on my ballots for years. It's a joke. <laughs> Finally, a candidate that has that name. I'm excited. That was your in Yeah. Uh,
2: okay, but according to science, it doesn't matter about these candidates at all. What matters is their appearance. The appearance is what influences voters the most, and researchers have found that participants from the United States were more likely to vote for politicians when they wore glasses specifically. Glasses had a positive effect for both liberals and conservatives. Doesn't matter whether you're left or right. If you have glasses, you're believable. The effect was stronger among liberal participants though so once again if you've had LASIK you will never be president well you've, you've got to get that windshield material
1: yeah that's called glass we, uh, we covered this once again last week and just the tip Tuesdays so once again not to pat ourselves on the back here pat ourselves on the old butt keg <laughs> but what we learned is that if you want to 2020 if you want to be smart <laughs> if you want to appear to be smarter don't chant butt keg 2020 for starters <laughs> Uh, one of the things you can do is wear glasses, and people will automatically assume that you're more trustworthy and also um, smarter, and that is potentially why it is having this positive effect on politicians. It's the same reason why if I ever need to borrow money from someone, I will only ask them through FaceTime when using that glasses filter so that they will say, all right, all right, all right he seems like he'll pay me back.
2: When there's like fake bees buzzing about?
1: Uh, there's fake bees and hearts hitting me in the face, but uh, I've got the glasses on, so they must trust me. Uh, I don't know. by do you buy I'm... into this? you think if all of a sudden Trump started wearing glasses? Glasses, all these people that are like, oh, he's a horrible monster, and be like, yeah, but you know what? that's something about him. That
2: that wall is not a bad idea now that he's got those glasses on. But I can't even think of a president that had, like, a lot of them are old, but I, I, I don't picture a lot of them wearing glasses. Do you?
1: Um,. No. And I think that part of that is that is that they're looking at the teleprompter a lot and the teleprompter oftentimes will reflect off the glasses. Ah. That's part of it, I think, when, when they're giving the speeches, why they don't actually want to wear Maybe the that's glasses. why Bush sucked at speeches. Because he was he wearing the glasses. He needed glasses. And he didn't want the prompter there. So he had yeah. to go with an old school cue card guy <laughs> tried to go memory. <laughs> You know, I was at a doctor's office recently, like you and I have been in and out of doctors far too much uh, these past few days. Am I using that word correctly?
2: Doctor's office? Yes, thank you. Yes.
1: I forgot if we called the doctor's office or they were called smart people huts. I always forget. (laughs) Um, And uh, the person who I assumed was the doctor had glasses and a clipboard. And to me, that's the perfect combination. Glasses and a clipboard. You can tell me anything, I'm in.
2: I still think clipboard is more legitimate than a, a, an iPad or a computer. I agree,
1: absolutely. If you are
2: organized enough to have a clipboard.
1: Yeah, you are legitimate or you're just wasting time outside of a Whole Foods trying to get signatures. But either way, I buy into it because the clipboard carries a certain level of uh, je ne sais quoi.
2: Yeah, it's like, oh, at any time, I need to write something down. That's how important I am. And I can't just, I just need to have a portable table with me, a portable pl- thing to write on wherever I go. That's how-
1: Because I, I could all, a genius hit. could strike me at yeah, any time exactly. I don't want to miss it. Well, anyway. These I president was, candidates should just carry clipboards. Just clipboards. You'd be like, wait, is that guy a president or a camp counselor? <laughs> Either way, I'm in.
2: All right, guys, let's go, let's
1: go! <laughs> what well, you add the whistle to it, it's questionable. But you got uh, you got glasses, it seems real.
2: This president is just making us make friendship bracelets.
1: I was speaking very um, respectfully to the person that was talking to me with the clipboard and the glasses. I assumed it was the doctor. Lo and behold, that person leaves. Another person comes in, no glasses, no clipboard, not even wearing a lab coat, and I start kind of going like, yeah, whatever. You know, uh, well, yeah, I'm just kind of killing, think we're making chit-chat. Didn't realize I'm sitting there talking to the doctor. Wow. So I... I can tell you firsthand this applied Not to Not even my, a stethoscope? No. Just very casual. Just came in. and was like, hey, so t- t- what's going on? How we doing? I just thought it was like making chit-chat with a guy from the waiting room still that wanted to continue <laughs> on. You know? It was
2: like some waiting room buffer He was guy. wearing like casual
1: slacks. <laughs> they weren't even like uh, dockers. I didn't know what to think. So the point is, I gave respect to the person with the clipboard and the glasses even though they were just some dumb receptionist
2: yeah because you're just a dumb American like all of us yep so just fall for the clipboard and glasses and it works every time
1: I fell for it Uh, there we go some stories for you to think about in this edition of news that or lose it be back in a moment Uh, when we come back it's time for us all to test our skills In a game of Gay, Gay, Cray, Cray, we'll tell you about a a couple, a real couple. They made the news. Why did they make the news? Well, usually something happened that didn't go well, which is where the cray plays in. But is the couple gay or straight? We'll figure that out next on the all-new Channel Q. This is No Things Considered.
0: No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q.
1: No Things Considered, that is the station. That is Ali. I am Kevin. We talk about some things, and people look forward very much to Cray Cray Gay Gay. That hashtag's been coming through hot and heavy since the first time we debuted it on the NTC Show Twitter account. NTC stands for No Things Considered, NTC Show to follow us on Twitter. Instagram, the name is slightly different, but we're posting a lot more tweets than we are pictures these days anyway because we've both been sick, and frankly, we look a lot better through voices on the radio than we do in person Mm
2: -hmm. yeah glasses won't fix this
1: no they will maybe if you're wearing glasses and you don't need them and so they're distorting your vision maybe they will fix it but for (laughs) us to wear them no it's a lot more than glasses we may need welder's masks let's uh get to the cray cray gay gay this week i know nothing about the story i will be going in completely blind uh and i look forward to eh, guessing and playing along with you so ali take it away
2: all right I'm just going to read you the headline without the the gender of the significant other, because I think it will already send you down a certain path. This Portland man-
1: You just gave me the gender.
2: No, that's, that's only one gender.
1: Portland man is gender, man.
2: I know, but is marrying a blank? Oh, god blank.
1: Okay, okay. I, so, sometimes you don't give me either gender. So yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, last week it was no gender, but okay, I'm going to give you at least, a, this there, is a giveaway.
1: There's a man involved, but he's a Portland man, so he's sit out. Know, <laughs> what does that really mean?
2: <laughs> a Portland man is marrying a significant other that he created himself out of trash, and we are all invited to this wedding.
1: Only, yeah. First of all, only losers get married in Portland.
2: <laughs> hey, I got married in Portland. Oh, that's
1: right. Um,
2: it was a very beautiful time. You should have been there. Oh I, wait, you weren't. I
1: know. I'm sorry. I because uh, you I, were
2: having your offensive child. I
1: had to ha- no, not the offensive one. The oh, other okay. one isn't speaking yet. She hasn't said the f word yet. Hopefully, that'll be her first word. <laughs>
2: okay,
1: all right. This so guy's a, name a man is- from Portland is marrying something that he's making out of garbage. Yep. And we don't know if what he is marrying is a. Before you even give me more details, are you sure he's uh, handed a gender to... Yes. He has.
2: Yep. He, the, the the pile of trash has been assigned a gender. And I shouldn't even say pile because it is made to look like a human. The guy's name is Mike Schneider. He has proposed to a, a, a significant other that he, that he made himself out of old wine boxes.
1: Oh, if it's wine boxes, it's a woman. Done. Game over. <laughs>
2: okay. I mean, I was going to say... Chest the chest is a box of Franzia. Yeah uh, uh-huh. there's also some barefoot involved. Uh, there's a lot of boxed wine, so it's very hipstery. The whole thing, I guess the relationship started about a year ago. Um, and actually there's pictures of them in the grocery store together. He actually takes this trash being with him wherever he goes. And uh, it's a boxed wine significant other. They've become very popular online. And uh, there is now a public wedding, and you, even you, can buy a ticket to this, because I think that they are getting married later this year in August. And, uh, oh, there's a picture of him, of the trash meeting his parents. There's this whole story here. So they're getting married in August. You can go. But the question is, is this Portland man marrying a pile of trash that is female or male?
1: I mean... I don't even know if you can assign gender to a pile of trash.
2: Oh, yes, you can.
1: He made the trash to resemble either a male or a female, so he made either trash uh, penis or trash uh, breasts. Am I... Right? No? He didn't?
2: No, I'll even show you a picture of the box.
1: Oh, okay. Hold on. This will help. If you're going to take one quote away from today's show, it's Ali saying, I'll show you a picture of of the the box. box. Well, that is not what I pictured at all. (laughs) It looks like a very poorly built robot out of old uh, boxes of wine.
2: It does look very robotic in in form. It doesn't have, like, a female or male figure exactly.
1: Yeah, I'm really torn here because you say he made the boxes, he made the, the the bride or groom-to-be out of out of wine boxes, so my first thought was that's a woman thing. But you know what? That very easily could be a gay man thing as well.
2: Especially boxed wine is a very hipster thing now.
1: Yeah, and I loved Franzia Fest in college. That was a good time. <laughs> that would, it was a race. Everyone had their own box. You had to see who could finish it. I think that's called binge drinking, and we probably shouldn't uh, support that on the radio, but boy, in school, that seemed to be a lot of fun.
2: Well, I think I was doing Edward Forty hands at that time.
1: Uh, Also binge drinking, but uh, yes, uh, a lot of fun as well. What do you think? It's a shocker that when we talk about college that way, that we're both here on a radio station (laughs) instead of actually solving real problems like curing cancer or fixing the ozone or something. Yep. All right, I'm going to say, without a lot of deliberation in this particular case, that this guy is saying that this trash spouse is a male. And I'm going to tell you why. I think he is trying to obviously get attention. He's looking to do something that is uh, going to go ahead and get the media talking. And I think that the only thing that makes it more interesting that he's marrying a female made of trash, which probably is offensive and sexist, is if he gets gay married to a trash robot, so to speak. (laughs) So I'm going to say... And based on some of the other picture, people that were in the picture you showed me, I also looked at them, and they were pretty well-dressed, so I'm going to say gay.
2: Okay, yeah, and you're, you're also judging this man, I think, probably, because he is dressed very femininely, and you are correct. Wow. The Portland artist, yeah, the male baby. artist, and lover of the literal decided to take the phrase, men are trash, to the next level and make himself a boyfriend out of wine boxes. Oh,
1: that's beautiful. I'm so happy. Not The story's dumb, but I'm so happy <laughs> that I got this right because I, I actually went against my gut on this one. My gut told me... He's a guy, he's making a lady out of wine, and it's gonna be funny, and maybe he's gonna get paid from Franzia if this thing goes viral. But my gut told me this was an artsy guy, an artsy gay, Mm -hmm. and that this was.
2: Well, yeah, usually you hear about men marrying objects. It's usually a straight thing. Because the guy is like, uh, he's gotten so introverted that he's afraid to talk to women. And it's like, I'm just going to marry this robot, or I'm just going to marry this car, or I'm just going to marry this tree, or whatever it is. But in this case, yeah, if you're making doing it to make a statement, an artsy statement, you got to go gay.
1: Do you think he turned the Franzia around so the output became an input?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Then I'm satisfied. This has been Cray Cray Gay Gay. And uh, once again, I'm doing very well. I don't know how many I've gotten right since we started this, but I feel like I'm I'm batting like...
2: I think you've gotten almost everyone right.
1: Yeah, which is rare. That does not happen a lot. So I'm feeling really good that I found another useless talent I have, which is figuring out if couples involved in stories that make the news are gay or straight. Maybe we should
2: start uh, betting on this
1: get some money involved. All right, see, I, you're hustling me now uh-huh. because what you're doing uh-huh. now is you're giving me easy ones or you're giving me ones I get right and then I feel confident enough to start gambling and then all of a sudden <laughs> you start swapping it up and you go long blonde hairs were found in the bed and I go, oh, woman. And you go, nope, it was guy, <laughs> a couple of guys. We'll be back in a moment. We will give you a nominee, a couple of nominees actually for Gayest Headline of the Week and then we will break down the movies that we watched. I saw Rent. Ali saw Tombstone. We'll break them down after this. Gay, straight movie reviews are next. No Things Considered right here on Channel Q. No
0: Things Considered. Channel Q we will be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q.
1: It is the all-new Channel Q. Uh, This is a show called No Things Considered. In a moment, we will get to gay straight movie reviews every week. I give Allie a movie she has to watch to make her a little bit straighter. She gives me a movie to watch to try to make me a little bit gayer. And we review these movies on the one thing that we can both agree on, and that is slices of delicious pizza. On the one to five slice of pizza scale, how will the movies rate this week? The fact that this segment has not yet been sponsored by a pizza place uh, or the one remaining blockbuster is shocking.
2: (laughs) Blockbuster? Um, I don't think they have sponsor money anymore.
1: Before we get to that, though, let me give you a uh, headline nominee for gayest headline of the week if you're interested. Yeah. Yes. Woman finds hilarious English translation on Chinese bottle of lube. Oh. Now, I know lube is one of those things that is used by both genders, but for some reason, and maybe I just say this because of the extensive lube section that I've seen in, in gay neighborhoods in certain cities, like I'm talking... Shelves. I'm talking one time... My wife told me she was in the lube aisle (laughs) and I had to ask her which one. Like, there were multiple aisles of lubes, uh, which is never a place to try to... If you if you have plans to meet someone, never say the lube aisle in a gay neighborhood.
2: Well, and they ask you so many questions that I don't know how to answer. Like, you're like, oh, I'm looking for some lube. And they're like, all right, do you want silicone-based? Do you want water-based? Do you want latex? Are you allergic to latex? Do you have the, If you're using this kind of toy, then you should use it. It's like, oh, my God, I had no idea. There was so much involved.
1: And I was one time... Literally trying to get lube because my wife could not get a ring off of her finger. It was not even for sexual reasons. So was
2: to, it your wedding ring?
1: It was my wedding. She wanted to get it off and then keep the remaining lube for her new her new partner. <laughs> No, it was uh, it was a ring that she had had on for a long time, and I guess her finger had kind of sw- It was when she was pregnant, and it- she had swelled around it, ah. she couldn't get it off, and that was the before they got to the part of cutting off the ring. I thought finger, but they were going to go with ring. Um, they said try some lube. We didn't have any lube because clearly I can make her moist naturally. Oh
2: God, um, but then we
1: went to the, uh, the the lube store or the yeah I mean the, the drugstore.
2: Well, if you're gonna go to if you're gonna go get lube. You got to go to the mecca. You got to go to the lube. The, the people who know lube, and that is the gay neighborhood. Gay
1: yeah, neighborhood. I, I got her one that was uh, flavored as well. I thought she'd appreciate that. It smelled <laughs> it gets like,
2: like warm and tingly. It smelled
1: like kiwi, uh, <laughs> but uh, she didn't appreciate it very much. And uh, I think we still had to cut the ring off, so it did not work. Um, but the lubile is also a great euphemism for a b-hole. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you need a good euphemism, go with lubile.
2: Okay, I have a nominee too.
1: Oh, go ahead. Another nominee for gayest headline of the week.
2: Honey Boy is where Shia LaBeouf went to sort out his demons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had me at Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I'm going to say uh, that is pretty a strong contender, and I know tomorrow when I am replaced by uh, your bisexual counterpart, you will break down and decide once and for all. It's a job too big for one gay and one straight, so we yeah. had to bring in one gay and one bisexual to figure it out. What will be the gayest headline of the week? Uh, tune in tomorrow. Find out right here on the uh, all-new Channel Q. All right, it's time for us to break it down, some cinematic classics in this edition of Gay Straight Movie Reviews, take it away.
2: All right. I watched Tombstone for the first time. I just want to say I knew nothing about this movie or Wyatt Earp. I've never seen anything involving him or Doc Holliday.
1: On. Hold on. Sorry, sorry. Are you
2: watching the movie sorry, now? I'm, I'm, as sorry, <laughs> <I> Apologize.
1: <laughs> That is, that was not supposed to happen right there. I was saving that for my review of rent. I apologize. <laughs> Premature there. I got a little... You want
2: to just go into your review then?
1: Got a little bit excited after the lube discussion, and I uh, I, I went too soon right there, and I'm sorry.
2: It happens to most P- men. Pick okay. up
1: That's <laughs> never happened to me before, I promise. <laughs> pick up where you left off.
2: Okay. I... Had no idea that there was a silver rush Apparently this movie is about the silver rush And I know the gold rush usually gets all the glory I don't know if there's a bronze rush But I found this very interesting It was also nice to see I really do think that the western Is probably the only thing that hipsters And like southern republicans have in common Mm -hmm. They both really enjoy Men in mustaches Playing poker, you know, shooting the S. I like
1: it that you talk about mustaches like it's a, like it's a, a a fashion choice. Like I'm gonna put on my pants and my mustache.
2: They all looked like that. Men
1: in mustaches. Men men with mustaches.
2: In <laughs>
1: men in mustaches. They're in
2: mustaches. Sounds
1: like a movie that you'd watch when you were alone <laughs> with your It's your, a
2: sequel to Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. A much gayer <laughs> sequel. Uh, but it was nice to see what Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer would look like as hipsters. Um, I will say there was a few a few gay things right off the bat. Within the first hour all of these men got together and saw a play, which was pretty gay. They had character names like Curly Bill, Johnny Ringo, very very gay.
1: Nothing gay about Johnny Ringo. <laughs> curly Bill, we can argue that all day. But Johnny Ringo, that's that's Righty, so curly. That's a straight cowboy right there.
2: Um but there are I actually did enjoy this movie and I enjoyed The old-timey lingo. I think there's some lingo that we should bring back. Like they said, uh, a tall drink of water for a nice, good-looking man. That man was a tall drink of water. I think mm-hmm. we should bring that back. They always said, is that a fact? And they'd be like, blah, 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 blah. Is that a fact? Yes, that is a fact. Oh, is that a fact? Yes, that's a fact. I they weren't we saying fact, back.
1: Allie. They were saying a very derogatory term.
2: Oh, damn it. <laughs> so I don't
1: know if you want to bring... that a fact,
2: Newton? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
1: you, you want to bring that back at all.
2: Um, but I think that I figured out the hook for most straight male movies, and that is just to start the movie with as much violence as possible, just to hook the men. in in and that's what happened in this movie it's like the first five minutes is just shooting people with no real reason or plot and you're just kind of accepting it as a great movie right off the bat is that a fact that is a fact all right yeah but i did think that this movie was a tall drink of water i'm gonna give it three out of five pizza slices
1: well well, let me say something you've, you've already given this movie a great disservice by once again trying to turn it gay just a couple of cowboys doing cowboy things looking for silver What's gay about that? And shooting the air. Shooting the air. Seeing plays. And uh, and seeing (laughs) some plays, all right? If that's gay, I don't want to live in a world that's not. I don't either. Uh, And uh, let me say, Tombstone is a five out of five movie, but I don't get to review it because that's the one I gave to you. And instead, you turned your tables on me and made me watch a movie that everyone loved up until this week when it was performed, quote unquote, live on TV. And that, of course, was Rent. Now, I want you to know a few things about me. I have seen Rent on Broadway. Oh, really? I have seen Rent, the musical. The one thing I did not see was Rent, the live TV version, which I assumed is what you wanted me to watch, so I was able to find it, and boy, was it atrocious.
2: Yes, it is atrocious. Um, Do you watch the whole Rent live?
1: Which because one that are we talking about? The are one on you TV talking about or the show? I, would, I did watch the whole one live. I had horrible stomach in Broadway. I was in the bathroom for a large chunk of rent with digestive problems.
2: Oh, when you saw it on Broadway. When, when I saw, you saw it on Broadway, the live one.
1: The live, live, but on the TV one.
2: And you went back in the theater and everyone was dead.
1: Well, I missed <laughs> the whole part with the uh, schmades, sh- sh- <laughs> and uh, it just there was just a lot less. A- actors there. Let's, what are they
2: all doing at this meeting? What is this? It
1: it, it, uh, it definitely um, got pretty dark uh, pretty quick. Yeah. You know, pretty, well, I would say quickly. I was gone. I was probably out of the theater for 35 minutes. Wow. Which, by the way, if you do figure out the math, that was like $800 worth of being out of the theater.
2: Yeah, that's not a cheap ticket. I
1: understand why people like rent. Let me say, uh, as we are now um, officially a day away from being in the new month, and knowing that we have to pay rent tomorrow, this was a very difficult time for me to watch a movie about rent and the concept of expensive rent. And when this movie was, or when this show was originally written, rent wasn't even that expensive. I mean, <laughs> it, it seemed expensive, but compared since now and in major cities, what's been happening, it's out of control. So I'm not gonna say the rent part of this is worse than the uh, Schmade's part <laughs> of this, but it affects me a little bit more personally.
2: Well, I, and at some point in this show, the guys get to live there rent-free. Yes. Which is pretty, I mean, you can't find that deal anymore.
1: And I was going to ask you, in the gay community, because I know there's all these websites that are called like FratPad and stuff, where supposedly the story is a bunch of guys, gay guys, straight guys, whatever, live in a house together for free, but there's cams all over the place, and you can pay money and watch them live together. But live Wait, together what? oftentimes means they're showering and lifting weight, doing Like, like a
2: poor man's big brother?
1: Yeah, but it's it's more for the adult. It's more for, like, people like you that like watching men with other men.
2: Ah, oh, it's like Big Brother and, and Big Brother. But that's a rent-free
1: situation, kind of like rent, gay, kind of like rent. Sexual things happening, kind of like rent. My question for you is, uh, have you ever been um, invited to live in a house with a bunch of lesbians for free, uh, assuming that it would all be uh, shown online?
2: If I had been offered that, I would be doing it right now. Oh, okay. No. So, no, you have not. Who? Where are those lesbians?
1: Oh, uh, they're a they're a different looking uh, breed of lesbian than you are I guess it's a little uh, less rough around yeah, the they edges they have more of
2: an hourglass shape rather so, than a pear
1: I'm very torn <laughs> on this uh, rent thing because everyone knows the story and I don't need to break down exactly what it's about but if I'm rating the rent on Broadway it's a five pizza slicer there's no question oh yeah even though I missed Anywhere a chunk of anyway you slice it. it rent the movie was still fine uh, the songs are decent uh, 500 five hundred, twenty five thousand six hundred minutes oh yeah very good it's like I'm there thank you that uh i give that four pizza slices but rent live if you sat through it and i can't imagine that many people stuck through it unless you were the gay community and felt the need or maybe landlords sat through
2: it no i i, I all the landlords are they gonna pay i want to know come on, come on. <laughs> for my own benefit um i as a as a as a gay was required to watch the rent live and i still could only get through half of it and the, i wish i had i mean Apparently, if you stuck around to the end, you got to see all the original cast members come out and sing it, which is what everyone wanted anyway. Yes. But I didn't get to see that because I could not wait the three hours to watch this atrocity. It
1: was described as long, choppy, and meandering. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That's this show. Hold on. Hold on. I'm reading the (laughs) wrong review. That was our show. Uh, No, it was described as long, choppy, and meandering. And uh, also, of course, there was controversy as to if it was actually live at all. Well, it wasn't. And, and that's what people felt like they were ripped off on. They were sold something that was not authentic. And then they started questioning all of the other parts of the movie that, you know, in, in many ways were based on, I mean, this was based in many ways on reality and a real situation. And that's why it's so emotional and that's why it hit people at a different, and because of all of the nonsense going on with this Rent Live thing, uh, they uh, they somehow, I think in many ways, tarnished the Rent legacy.
2: I agree. I think they disnified it. They They basically made it like a, a Disney Channel version of Rent, which was the weirdest thing to watch, and they also mixed it with, like, a live concert. So it was like, Angel would come out, and then everyone would be like, like you're at a concert, like an Ariana Grande concert, and you're like, why is this? This is the weirdest hybrid I've ever seen. But then also there was only two people in the cast that were actually good, so it was really confusing and weird to watch. There was, like, pops of it that were really interesting, and then other pockets that were just horrible.
1: I, uh, I agree with your point that they tried to Disney-fy it, and I think it was interesting that in this version, they decided instead of age, let's just use wings. So it was really weird <laughs> uh, that they started just turning into butterflies. I didn't really like... That's not true. Uh, anyway, I give the live version my lowest score yet, 0 Wow! Pizza slices—not even worthy of having pizza. Uh, that is the worst of all of the uh, films that you've asked me to watch, and the fact that I had to track it down and watch a co- uh, watch a version of it. And to say proudly on this radio station that I've now seen three entirely different versions of the same uh, show.
2: Yeah, you're right up there with me. I've watched all, we're on the same page.
1: that is not, that is not a good thing. Uh, (laughs) This is No Things Considered. We'll be back and wrap up the show after this. And then, of course, on Monday, I think we assign each other new movies. Please give me something good this time. I deserve it. (laughs) I'll try. It's the uh, Russian version of Rent. It's called, (laughs) we'll see. We'll be back after this, right here on the all-new Channel Q.
0: No Things Consider. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Consider. Channel Q.
1: All right, it's the all-new Channel Q. As we say around here, you take the good, you take the bad, and there you have the facts of life.
0: Oh, That's
1: a that? very
2: gay show, I think.
1: Uh, no, that's... Oh, come on. How dare you? Uh, we're out of time today, unfortunately. Where does the time go? You know, it seems like we didn't talk about anything, but lo and behold, we covered a lot of ground. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we always do, somehow, someway.
1: I will uh, give you the studio tomorrow for you and um, the better version of me, or shall I say the biter version of me. <laughs> that was terrible. Edit that out, please. Can we edit that out? <laughs> nope. Is it too late? No, this we're live? live. Yep. Damn it. Anyway, uh, tomorrow Allie is joined by um, the 82% gay, 17% straight, 1% margin of error counterpart <laughs> by the name of? Clayton Ferris. Clayton joins her for some bye day Friday, Friday fun. We'll be back again on Monday to continue what it is that we do here. And uh, I got news for you. Next week, some fun things planned, including the information that we've been promising you for a while about the No Things Considered podcast. Yeah, you've been asking. We see your uh, tweets. We see your demands. Uh, some people are actually uh, threatening us at this point. We will get that to you the information you need on that next week. That's a guaranteed. That's a and uh, until then, uh, for Allie Johnson, who you can find online at Your Allie Johnson for all things, she's very busy putting together a uh, Butch Pal for the Straight Gal. I am. And she's occasionally hopping up on stage and doing some stand up.
2: Uh, there's a lull now.
1: If you thought Rent Live was <laughs> rough, who <ew. laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I actually haven't seen her. Uh, anyway, I I uh, will... Should... I would never invite you. No, I can't wait to find out. I'll be at the next one. Oh, God, I will no. be heckling from Please the front. Please We will uh, see you guys uh, next time right here on the all-new channel Q, No Things Considered. Until then, we say bye.
2: Curious.